Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. I'm joined today by Rodrigo Vicuña, Chief Financial Officer at Prime Trust. Rodrigo, first time on the show. Pleasure to have you. Thanks so much for having me on. So, Rodrigo, let's talk a little bit about Prime Trust. Uh, I'm sure people have heard the name if they're in the crypto space. What do you guys do? Um, so we are kind of the premier financial infrastructure player uh, for fintech platforms. We were founded in 2016, and we're and Prime Trust is a regulated financial institution. We kind of stand at the center of the overall and kind of quickly evolving crypto space, uh, providing infrastructure that mer- that merges digital assets and TradFi today. So walk us through uh, what your products are, your use cases, and who the clients are. Yeah, sure thing. Um, so one kind of key thing to know about us is we're very much a compliance and security first type mindset. And the way our business works is we are a B2B to see business that helps our clients launch quickly, securely, and scalably. Uh, What we do is we support our clients and their end users along three main parts of kind of the end user journey. And that looks like onboarding, um, monetization, and offboarding. And what we, where we really play is, uh, if you know a number of kind of major crypto exchanges like Binance.us, Swan Bitcoin, when you onboard with your platforms uh, or with those platforms and submit your ID and the bubble spins three times in checkbox, you're a client, that's us. When you bring your assets on platform via ACH, wires, debit card, credit cards, uh, you need indemnification for credit cards or crypto wallets, that's us as well. And so once we onboard those end users, we help kind of push them into what we call our monetization stack, which is buy-sell trading, liquidity, uh, yield, and IRAs, which we're very excited about. And uh, we also have our settlement piece, which is debit card issuance and settlement. We have the largest retail settlement network in the split in the space that allows you to do kind of T plus X. Um, and uh, we process a huge portion of the market, and we're plugged into Signet as well. So this is really critical functionality uh, in terms of bringing together the TradFi space, the existing TradFi architecture, I would assume all of the AML, KYC, SAR component, uh, in addition to figuring out essentially how to transfer uh, value, how to transfer money, how to get clients mm-hmm. uh, funding accounts. Tell us a little bit about where all of that stands, the state of play in 2022. I think in 2022, um, you know, the market has has been consistently evolving, even from the historic periods. And I would say, you know, 2017 when there was a big when there was a big bull run, and then a winter in 18, 19, and kind of t- to the happening in uh, in 2020. Um, regulation as a whole, um, I think, is becoming more clear 
uh, I think the market has made things a little scarier for for regulators, and, but um, it also, I think, emphasizes the point that we need more regulation within the space. At Prime Trust, we're very much a kind of regulation forward type company. Um, we have tons of folks with backgrounds from the OCC, the SEC, the Fed Reserve, uh, the DOJ, Treasury, JP Morgan, et cetera. And where that positions us and kind of where we think about where the market is going to go is there'll be further clarity on whether uh, assets are commodities or securities, uh, regulation around uh, stable coins, um, uh, any type of regulatory clarity in terms of CFI's interaction with DeFi. And so we think of that as like a number of opportunities within the space. And we think a lot of clarity will, will come, you know, hopefully this year, but in the coming years as well. We should say we're filming here on Tuesday, May 17th. Obviously, significant uh, negative activity in terms of price action. Give us a little bit about how that impacts your business. You know, the market uh, may be vol volatile, but Prime Trust is positioned to take this on as a new opportunity. I think of the market in two ways. When there's a lot of hype, that's when you see a lot of growth. You can see a lot of um, folks having FOMO. Um, and when there's a winter, or there's any type of kind of downturn, um, you know, that's, that's the time when people are building. I was actually just talking to the CEO of a major liquidity and trading shop, and uh, he made a great point. He was like, I love that we had this great, great growth year in 2021. Uh, 2022 is really interesting, uh, but it's, it's in the quiet times when people build. And so Prime Trust as an infrastructure platform that people are building on, um, it doesn't impact, the market downturn doesn't really impact us because people are still gonna build. They're still you know, very excited about Web3. And in order to enter the space, in order to scale, in order to be compliant, in order to have security around their entire platform, they're using us. And when the market does get hot, they're gonna grow and they're gonna grow our platform. So. I think of us as a pretty insulated business model just because we're picks and shovels versus right. kind of excitement or hype around any one asset in the space. So let's talk a little bit about what uh, infrastructure means. Uh, I know for a lot of people who haven't worked in banking, it's probably a bit of a puzzling uh, sort of rubric. Walk us through uh, what some of your clients might say to you when you onboard them, what some of their challenges are and where you guys help them. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, taking a taking normal client like an exchange or let's say someone who wants to be a fiat to crypto on-ramp or a fintech platform uh, for RIAs, the challenges that we solve are pretty ubiquitous across any of those three examples. What we do is we help them onboard their clients in a really compliant way. So we do the AML checks, we do the BSA checks, we do the KYC checks or the anti-money laundering, the Bank Secrecy Act and know your customer checks, which are critical within the space. Um, so we provide the automated tech layer and orchestration layer to bring clients on. We do the background checks on them and then we help bring their assets onto your onto your platform. And once those clients and their assets are on the platform, then we help you do something with it. So a lot of platforms can struggle to say, I need trading or liquidity to be able to convert from US dollars or euros or what have you into Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, you know, 
another stable coin, um, we can help create the market around that because we have connections into OTC desks and liquidity makers to get you to help you get access to any of the assets that you want to reach within the space. And then once you do, you may want to add on some level of like a value, a value product like an IRA. So we have IRAs available as well. And as a fully licensed and regulated custodian, we can provide the regulatory wrapper reporting, the tax reporting around that as well to help clients solve, I think, a critical decision. Do I invest in this back end similar to trying to create my own AWS or do I go out and try to attract new clients and work with a trusted partner like Prime Trust? And so we solve those problems uh, by helping them not have to make the hard trade-off with it, with their business. And that's just for the small players, for major enterprises, large banks, et cetera. Uh, they wanna know that they're working with a best in breed provider in a tech stack or a tech world where they may not, let's say, have the background or the bandwidth or the technology automatically built out to be able to handle Bitcoin, to be able to handle Ethereum. And that's where we can step in by providing different types of wallet infrastructure, different types of trading, um, where they might just need a small part of the overall stack, but that gets them to 100% of the solution that they want to launch in the market. So much to talk about there. Uh, you mentioned something that's interesting, which is the idea of enterprise and large banks uh, who obviously have become increasingly interested in the space, particularly, I would say, in the last uh, 12 to 18 months. Talk a little bit about what the state of play is with interfacing with large banks and other financial institutions that have large bases of retail clients. I think the split there is for large players, it can span across a whole host of different either fintech institutions or even traditional financial institutions. And that includes, let's say, leading crypto exchanges that use us, lending platforms, digital wallets, payment platforms, uh, ATSs or alternative trading systems, RIAs, wealth management platforms, broker dealers, crowdfunding platforms. Every single one of those players is looking at how crypto can impact their business and how they can be innovative in the asset classes that they provide. I think crypto plays on kind of one of the more interesting trends within the overall market, which is it was a retail first asset. There's a lot of adoption and a lot of support around crypto. And so the FIs that are really, or the financial institutions that are really looking to uh, I think, survive and innovate and bring kind of the next generation of users uh, onto their platforms are making that decision of, of bringing assets that are attractive to their users versus being, I think, more historically prescriptive in terms of what we've seen from, let's say, traditional bulge brackets in, uh, you know, the past 10, 15 years of, uh, of financial uh, exposure for, cl for clients. And so we're seeing, I, I, I will tell you, I, I've I've had a conversation with every single bulge bracket, uh, a number of mid cap banks and so on. They're all looking to have a strategy around this because this is the future. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.